Manufacturer's Department, Part B, for Our Knowledge Box. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Our Knowledge Box by George Blackie. Manufacturer's Department, Part B. Bronzing Gun Barrels. The so-called butter of zinc used for bronzing gun barrels is made by dissolving zinc in hydrochloric acid till no more free acid is left, which is secured by placing zinc in the acid until it ceases to be dissolved. The liquid is then evaporated until a drop taken out and placed on a piece of glass solidifies in cooling, when it is mixed with two parts of olive oil for every three parts of the liquid. The barrels must be cleansed and warmed before applying the so-called butter which is put on with a piece of linen rag. Bronzing Fluid For brown, iron filings or scales, one pound, arsenic, one ounce, hydrochloric acid, one pound, metallic zinc, one ounce. The article to be bronzed is to be dipped in this solution until the desired effect be produced. Bronze Green Acetic acid diluted four pounds, green veriter, two ounces, muriate of ammonia, one ounce, common salt, two ounces, alum, one-half ounce, French berries, one-half pound. Boil them together till the berries have yielded their color and strain. Olive bronze for brass or copper. Nitric acid, one ounce, hydrochloric acid, two ounces, titanium or palladium as much as will dissolve and add three pints of distilled water to soften cast iron for drilling heat to a cherry red having it lie level in the fire then with a pair of cold tongs put on a piece of brimstone a little less in size than you wish the hole to be when drilled and it softens entirely through the piece let it lie in the fire until a little cool when it is ready to drill to weld cast iron take of good clear white sand three parts refined sultan one part fosterine one part rock salt one part mix all together take two pieces of cast iron heat them in a moderate charcoal fire occasionally taking them out while heating and dipping them into the composition until they are of a proper heat to weld then at once lay them on the anvil and gently hammer them together and, if done carefully by one who understands welding iron, you will have them nicely welded together. One man prefers heating the metal, then cooling it in the water of common beans, and heat it again for welding. To recut old files and rasps. Dissolve four ounces of saleratus in one quart of water, and boil the files in it for half an hour. Then remove, wash, and dry them. Now have ready, in a glass or stoneware vessel, one quart of rain-water, into which you have slowly added four ounces of best sulfuric acid, and keep the proportions for any amount used. Immerse the files in this preparation for from six to twelve hours, according to fineness or coarseness of the files. Then remove, wash them clean, dry quickly, and put a little sweet oil on them to cover the surface. If the files are coarse, they will need to remain in about twelve hours but for fine files six to eight hours is sufficient. This plan is applicable to blacksmiths, gunsmiths, tinners, coppersmiths, and machinists' files. Copper and tin workers will only require a short time to take the articles out of their files, as the soft metals with which they become filled are soon dissolved. 
Blacksmiths and sawmill files require full time. Files may be recut three times by this process. The liquid may be used at different times if required. Keep away from children, as it is poisonous. Twist. Browning for gun barrels. Take spirits of nitre, three-quarters ounce. Tincture of steel, three-quarters ounce. If the tincture of steel cannot be obtained, the unmedicated tincture of iron may be used, but it is not so good. Black brimstone, one-quarter ounce. Blue vitriol, one-half ounce. Corrosive sublimate, one-quarter ounce. Nitric acid, one dram, or sixty drops. Copperus, one-quarter ounce. Mix with one and one-half pints of rainwater. Keep corked, also as the other, and the process of applying is also the same. Gun metal. 1. Melt together 112 pounds of Bristol brass, 14 pounds of spelter, and 7 pounds of block tin. 2. Melt together 9 parts of copper and 1 part of tin. The above compounds are those used in the manufacture of small and great brass guns, swivels, etc. Chinese Method of Mending Holes in Iron The Chinese mend holes in cast-iron vessels as follows. They melt a small quantity of iron in a crucible the size of a thimble, and pour the molten metal on a piece of felt covered with wood ashes. This is pressed inside the vessel against the hole, and as it exudes on the other side it is struck by a small roll of felt covered with ashes. The new iron then adheres to the old. Common Pewter. Melt in a crucible seven pounds of tin, and when fused, throw in one pound of lead, six ounces of copper, and two ounces of zinc. This combination of metal will form an alloy of great durability and tenacity, also of considerable luster. Best Pewter. The best sort of pewter consists of one hundred parts of tin, and seventeen of regulus of antimony. Hard Pewter. Melt together twelve pounds of tin, one pound of regulus of antimony, and four ounces of copper. To mend broken saws. Pure silver, nineteen parts. Pure copper, one part. Pure brass, two parts. All are to be filed into powder and intimately mixed. Place the saw level upon the anvil, the broken edges in close contact, and hold them so. Now put a small line of the mixture along the seam covering it with a large bulk of powdered charcoal. Now with a spirit lamp and a jeweler's blowpipe hold the coal dust in place, and blow sufficient to melt the solder mixture. Then with a hammer set the joint smooth, if not already so, and file away any superfluous solder, and you will be surprised at its strength. Solder, to adhere to brass or copper. Prepare a soldering solution in this way. Pour a small quantity of muriatic acid on some zinc filings, so as to completely cover the zinc. Let it stand about an hour, and then pour off the acid to which add twice its amount of water. By first wetting the brass or copper with this preparation, the solder will readily adhere. Common Solder Put into a crucible two pounds of lead, and when melted throw in one pound of tin. This alloy is that generally known by the name of solder. When heated by a hot iron and applied to tinned iron with powdered rosin, it acts as a cement or solder. Tempering Steel 
For tempering many kinds of tools, the steel is first hardened by heating it to a cherry red, and plunging it into cold water. Afterward the temper is drawn by moderately heating the steel again. Different degrees of hardness are required for different purposes, and the degree of heat for each of these, with the corresponding color, will be found in the annexed table. Very pale straw color, 430 degrees, the temper required for lancets. A shade of darker yellow, 450 degrees, for razors and surgical instruments. Darker straw yellow, 470 degrees, for pen knives. Still darker yellow, 490 degrees, chisels for cutting iron. A brown yellow, 500 degrees, axes and plain irons. Yellow, slightly tinged with purple, 520 degrees, table knives and watch springs. Tempering liquid. 1. To 6 quarts of soft water put in corrosive sublimate, 1 ounce. Common salt, 2 handfuls. When dissolved it is ready for use. The first gives toughness to the steel, while the latter gives the hardness. Be careful with this preparation, as it is a dangerous poison. 2. Salt, one-half teacup. Saltpetre, one-half ounce. Alum, pulverized, one teaspoon. Soft water, one gallon. Never heat over a cherry red, nor draw any temper. 3. Saltpetre, sal ammoniac, and alum, of each two ounces. Salt, one and one-half pounds. Water, three gallons, and draw no temper. 4. Saltpetre and alum, each two ounces. Sal ammoniac, one-half ounce. Salt, one and one-half pounds. Soft water, two gallons. Heat to a cherry red, and plunge in, drawing no temper. Bayberry or myrtle soap. Dissolve two and a quarter pounds of white potash in five quarts of water, then mix it with ten pounds of myrtle wax or bayberry tallow. Boil the whole over a slow fire till it turns to soap, then add a teacup of cold water. Let it boil ten minutes longer. At the end of that time turn it into tin molds or pans, and let them remain a week or ten days to dry, then turn them out of the molds. If you wish to have the soap scented, stir into it an essential oil that has an agreeable smell, just before you turn it into the molds. This kind of soap is excellent for shaving and for chapped hands. It is also good for eruptions on the face. It will be fit for use in the course of three or four weeks after it is made, but it is better for being kept ten or twelve months. CHEMICAL SOAP For taking oil, grease, etc. from cloth. Take five pounds castile soap, cut fine, one pint alcohol, one pint soft water, two ounces aquafortis, one and a half ounces lampblack, two ounces saltpetre, three ounces potash, one ounce of camphor, and four ounces of cinnamon in powder. First dissolve the soap, potash, and saltpetre, by boiling. Then add all the other articles, and continue to stir until it cools. Then pour into a box, and let it stand twenty-four hours, and cut into cakes. COLD SOAP Mix twenty-six pounds of melted and strained grease with four pailfuls of lee, made of twenty pounds of white potash. Let the whole stand in the sun, stirring it frequently. In the course of the week, fill the barrel with weak lee. Genuine Erasive Soap Two pounds of good castile soap, 
half a pound of carbonate of potash, dissolve in half a pint of hot water, cut the soap in thin slices, and boil the soap with the potash until it is thick enough to mould in cakes. Also add alcohol half an ounce, camphor half an ounce, hartshorn half an ounce, color with half an ounce of pulverized charcoal. Hard White Soap To fifteen pounds of lard or suet, made boiling hot, add slowly six gallons of hot ley, or solution of potash, that will bear up an egg high enough to leave a piece as big as a shilling bare. Take out a little, and cool it. If no grease rise, it is done. If any grease appears, add ley, and boil till no grease rises. Add three quarts of fine salt, and boil up again. If this does not harden well on cooling, add more salt. If it is to be perfumed, melt it next day, add the perfume, and run it in moulds or cut in cakes. Labor-saving soap. Take two pounds of sal soda, two pounds of yellow bar soap, and ten quarts of water. Cut the soap in thin slices, and boil together for two hours. Strain, and it will be fit for use. Put the clothes in soak the night before you wash, and to every pail of water in which you boil them, add a pound of soap. They will need no rubbing. Merely rinse them out, and they will be perfectly clean and white. To make good soap. To make matchless soap, take one gallon of soft soap, to which add a gill of common salt, and boil an hour. When cold, separate the ley from the crude. Add to the crude two pounds of sal soda, and boil in two gallons of soft water till dissolved. If you wish it better, slice two pounds of common bar soap, and dissolve in the above. If the soft soap makes more than three pounds of crude, add in proportion to the sal soda and water. To make hard soap from soft. Take seven pounds of good soft soap, four pounds sal soda, two ounces borax, one ounce hartshorn, half a pound of resin, to be dissolved in twenty-two quarts of water, and boiled about twenty minutes. Whale oil soap for the destruction of insects. Render commonly caustic by boiling it at full strength on quicklime. Then take the ley and boil it with as much whale oil foot as it will saponify, change to soap. Pour off into moulds, and when cold it is tolerably hard. Whale oil foot is the sediment produced in refining whale oil, and is worth two dollars per barrel. Soluble glass. Mix ten parts of carbonate of potash, fifteen parts of powdered quartz, and one pound of charcoal. Fuse well together. The mass is soluble in four or five parts of boiling water, and the filtered solution, evaporated to dryness, yields a transparent glass, permanent in the air. To make eggs of Ferrous serpents. Take mercury and dissolve it in moderately diluted nitric acid by means of heat, taking care, however, that there be always an excess of metallic mercury remaining. Decant the solution and pour it into a solution of sulfocyanide of ammonium, or potassium, which may be bought at a good drug store or of a dealer in chemicals. Equal weights of both will answer. A precipitate will fall to the bottom of the beaker or jar, which is to be collected on a filter and washed two or three times with water, when it is put in a warm place to dry. Take for every pound of this material one ounce of gum tragicanth, which has been soaked in hot water. 
When the gum is completely softened, it is to be transferred to a mortar, and the pulverized and dried precipitate gradually mixed with it, by means of a little water, so as to present a somewhat dry pill-mass, from which by hand pellets of the desired size are formed. Put on a piece of glass, and dry it again. They are then ready for use. Tracing Paper In order to prepare a beautiful transparent colorless paper, it is best to employ the varnish formed with demerara resin in the following way. The sheets intended for this purpose are laid flat on each other, and the varnish spread over the uppermost sheet with a brush, until the paper appears perfectly colorless, without, however, the liquid thereon being visible. The first sheet is then removed, hung up for drying, and the second treated in the same manner. After being dried, this paper is capable of being written on, either with chalk or pencil or steel pens. It preserves its colorless transparency without becoming yellow, as is frequently the case with that prepared in any other way. Unsurpassable Blacking Put one gallon of vinegar into a stone jug, and one pound of ivory black well pulverized, half a pound of loaf sugar, half an ounce of oil of vitriol, and seven ounces of sweet oil. Incorporate the whole by stirring. 2. Take twelve ounces each of ivory black and molasses, spermaceti oil four ounces, and white wine vinegar two quarts. Mix thoroughly. This contains no vitriol, and therefore will not injure the leather. The trouble of making it is very little, and it would be well to prepare it for oneself were it only to be assured that it is not injurious. Varnish for Ironwork To make a good black varnish for ironwork, take eight pounds of asphaltum, and fuse it in an iron kettle. Then add five gallons of boiled linseed oil, one pound of litharge, half a pound of sulphate of zinc, add these slowly or it will fume over, and boil them for about three hours. Now add one and a half pounds of dark gum amber, and boil for two hours longer, or until the mass will become quite thick when cool, after which it should be thinned with turpentine to due consistency. End of Manufacturer's Department Part B Recording by Bill Borst